guest is Jason Popsicle, player development coach from Arizona State. Now, guys, when I did this interview, Jason had turned down a job a year prior from Arizona State to be their player development coach. This year, he actually took it. Let's dive right in with Jason. Hey, uh, Jason, tell us a little about a little bit about yourself and what you're doing with not only your skills training, but also your AAU club teams. Okay, uh, well, down here in South Florida, about a year and a half ago, um, I came down here for actually a girl, and uh, from there, I just started training a couple kids in town, and a couple kids turned into 20 kids, 20 kids turned into 40, and I actually turned down a job at Arizona State. Wow. I, you know, I was looking at myself like, you know, five months into it, I'm like, that's how I'm going. And I decided not to do it. And now a year later, we now have 140 kids. Wow. Last year we had one team. Now we have eight teams. When I first started, I trained zero pros. Last summer I trained over 60. Um, worked for Duke, Arizona, and Arizona State this year during the season. Went up to their campuses multiple times and trained the players. So, I mean, just kind of... The ball just kind of got rolling, and at right now, I truly really hasn't stopped. So, you know, I'm, I wake up every morning, you know, hoping it doesn't stop rolling. Yeah. You know, right. we wake up and and just go. We don't ever, you know, it's one thing about it, like it hasn't been. But we're not sitting there planning, 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 planning. It is just we wake up, and we just keep showing up. And, and they keep showing up. <laughs> you know, the numbers keep growing. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think it is that brings the the commitment from all the players? It works. Um, just the, the moves. I, I I can do I can do almost every move that we do, yeah. and I show you that it works. I'll you know play whatever you want me to do, and I'll call the move out, do it, and it works. And once kids apply the moves, their game gets incredibly better. Yeah, like incredibly better. So like when you're working on moves, like say, do you take a specific series of those moves and work on just that? whole week during practice and then move on to another one or do you like drill something new every day? Depends on the numbers, depends on who you are, depends on how smart you are. Um, I've had kids, I had a kid uh, named Andrew Boynton who plays Division 2 in South Carolina at Anderson. His first day he showed up, I was like, what moves do you have? He goes, I don't have any moves. He just shoot. He was the 12th man on this team. Didn't play. He trained all summer last year and in three hours, he, honestly, truly, he, three hours he learned everything. Whoa. He just got it. Like he, he, we could do a move, he clicked it, put it together. Yeah. No problem. And every move we do has like four or, five, four or five options. So like he didn't get every one of them, but like close. Enough to where his game changed in three hours. Yeah. This year he started every night to the game. Solid. Wow. Coach, like, coach messaged the dad. I was like, I've never seen more improvement in one player in my life. Right. But, and that's the thing. If you can already shoot, I can really help you really mm-hmm. fast. If you can't shoot, you got four months. Because you got to learn to shoot. Yeah, and shooting takes major commitment. Like I mean, I know you, you know, you shot. Yeah. You learn. You taught yourself to shoot left hand, right? That's right. It took about three, four months. Three, four months. It does. It takes you sitting there and sh- teaching shooting is so boring. It's not. I do that fancy. with my son all the time. No, it's not. You become a glorified <laughs> rebounder, really, and just give feedback the whole time. It's not. It's not the same as teaching moves and reads. Not. And like, I mean, shooting is different. It's a different story. So like, kids that have really gotten better could already shoot. Um, but I mean. Even if say say you can't shoot and you have no moves, we teach you to shoot first before we do moves. Mm-hmm. Shooting is first step. Like, if you can't put the ball in the basket, it doesn't matter how many moves you have. You know, we don't we, we don't even get there. 
And uh, not me, but Coach Tate, I hired him from South Dakota. Yeah. Uh, he was at Augustana, and he's our full-time shooting coach. So if you can't shoot, you see him first, and then once he clears you to come to me, and then you come home. So we have like a little system that way, and then me and Devin handle all the moves. And he, Devin's more physical than me, so he does more attacking the basket, you know, finishing contact. I do more just getting shot off. Yeah. Like I, I mean, has he stuff like that? Like, yeah, work, yeah. Shooting, a lot of shooting footwork, like off the ball too. That you would, like, something you wouldn't think about, but it's just like it helps a lot. Yeah, yeah. Right. And like I was a shooter until I learned the moves my junior year, and after I learned the moves, my life, I was just like my game changed. So that's really the biggest thing for it. Right. But I mean, it's been, it's been a nice year and a half, I'm not gonna lie, it's been fun. Yeah, I believe it. Who was your mentor? Like who mentored you to do, like get so successful? Um, well, growing up, my dad, my dad uh, coached in college for 13 years. He's coached numerous professionals. Uh, coached number one AU program of all time, as in the Texas Titans. Wow, mm-hmm. uh, cool. Spon- sponsored by a billionaire. You know, their annual budget per team was like $3.1 million. My goodness. <laughs> um, it, it's in Forbes, ESPN, you know, you can Google any of it, it's, just, it's hard to believe. Like, you know, if you ask, if you call Julius Randle or Matt Jones right now and you tell, and you ask them, was life better with the Titans or was that dude? Probably the same Titans. That's, yeah, did your dad teach a lot of skills or did he teach a lot of X's and O's? He was more X's and O's, and that's that's the weird part about it. Like I, I wish I had these moves when I was playing eighth grade, ninth grade, and that's the blessing that these guys have now. And my seventh graders are coming down hitting you with like a misdirection three ball, and everyone in the gym was like, "What in the world was that?" <laughs> so they, I mean, they're like almost my selling point. Whenever we put on the court, I mean, I promise you, every time after a game, we have three or four people come up like, "Where can we start?" Yeah. And you see a seventh grader walking down and has a pull you, you're just like, what? what? <laughs> and it goes in. Yeah. And it's just, that's been such a big deal. But my dad, I mean, my dad was the biggest part of my life for sure. Um, and then through him, we met different guys. Cody Topper. Yes. Oh, man, Cody's um, the man, dude. Cody met me my sophomore year of college and, you know, didn't charge me. Just went out of his way, said, I'm going to help you out. Like, I can really shoot it. He's like, I'm gonna give you a couple moves. So he gave me a couple moves, and after that, good to go. I only I trained him a couple times because he moved. Um, he moved down here to Elevate. He was here for Elevate for a while, and yeah, he moved uh, to work with RGV Vipers. Yeah, so I mean, he's, you know, that just speaks for his, you know, speaks who he is. He's you know, right. the D League level now, and he's probably gonna be in the NBA mm-hmm. level soon. So, you know, a lot of credit goes to him. And he, got, he actually got me the job with Elevate with Gannon. Right. I did pre-draft with them. And, you know, I wasn't a good skill trainer then at all. Like, I was just there helping them out. Like, Did they help you out a lot? Like, did you, like, just soak up a lot of cool Gannon's how, knowledge? It's cool to see how they, how they led. Like, how he just walked in the gym and he had a great voice. People listened to him. He sold things well. Um, yeah, that was cool to see. I mean, my dad was one of the best salesmen of all time. So, growing up, like, uh, he's number 13 ever in network marketing. Yeah. So, I mean, he could probably sell you the speaker right here. Like, he's a foot. Yeah. He's hilarious. And so, like, I already had some of that, but I mean, it was just cool to see some high-level guys get in the gym and not act like they were just too cool for anything. Like, they got in the gym and went really yeah. hard. As a, as a skills trainer, are you a passive salesman as far as letting word of mouth and, and using a little bit of social media, or are you aggressive as towards going towards players and telling them, "Hey, you got to work with me. Like, I will do everything that you need to get better." I'm not aggressive at all. I'm passive with it. Yeah. So passive with it, and that's the that's the scary part. Like, I have 140 kids, and I've only used Instagram. And there's been two kids where I've seen them in the gym. I knew them, seen them before, seen them play before, like prior a couple yeah. times. 
kids that I like, I'm just like, all right, I like you. Like one of those things where you see that kid, like you want to help them. Yeah. And I'll play them one on one, and I'll be like, oh, I can teach you everything I just did. Mm-hmm. And that'll be it. And then I'll start training. And a kid named Jay Kirsch, actually here local, um, was just a shooter. And then this year was first team all, all conference, averaged 19 a game, played point guard instead of shooting guard. And just I went, I went, saw him play like four or five times. It was great. Really, really had like really looked awesome. That's cool. Yeah, because in when you were growing up playing, you got a you were an outstanding player. You got a lot of awards, didn't you? I did. Player of the year and stuff like that. Yeah, um, player of the year. I was an academic all American. Uh, Eleventh all time ever in threes made in the season was 123. So mostly in college, I was a shooter. Um, I played backup point guard. I remember our point guard got in foul trouble, then I would play point. Right. But, I mean, I shoot the ball at like a pretty high rate. Like the other day, in one week, on a Monday, I made 96 out of 100. On a Tuesday, I made 95 out of 100. Mm-hmm. And with the guys in the gym, like even Avery the other day, we were doing yeah. a shooting competition, and he couldn't win it. I was like, you want to go ahead real quick? He's like, yeah, I ain't going to win it. And I will first try. Like, I mean, I'm 155 pounds and 6'2". I don't look like a lot. But I can, I can do it a little bit. Right. So that always helps, too. Like so when parents see me shoot and stuff, they're productive. They're like, I want my son to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. you don't, I don't know that I have moves either. But like, they always joke, like, I should put like a polo and some khakis on and just go to the court. Be a nerd. Yeah. I grew up in, like, me and you both grew up in the M1 era kind of thing. Like, I grew up watching, you know, a sixth to eighth grade was M1's biggest prime. So, like, right. that's why I have a little sauce to you know, my game. So, it's like, yeah. it's kind of fun. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You wouldn't expect me and him to have moves. No. We don't look it. No. No, you look like a baller. No. You don't think so? No. I look like a golfer. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fair. Probably because I know you. Yeah. Because yeah. you see me play. It's not fair. Yeah. Ty- Tyler got worked five seconds ago. Yeah. <laughs> what are your uh, What are your strengths and weaknesses to yourself that you, you know? Strengths? As a skills trainer? Yeah, as a skills trainer, yeah. Strengths, offensively, um, that's definitely my biggest strength is offense. Yeah. So, so normally you're teaching skills, right? You're teaching concepts as well? Yeah, we do all offensive concepts, like other drags, down screens. Mm-hmm. Um, we do any like any offense, like literally handoffs. There's so many different footworks we do. Like at a, if a guy's going to give you handoff has a different footwork than if you're catching. Like it's just different stuff. Yeah. And we give you three or four options to use. Like you can always use that fundamental one, but there's also other ones to kind of right. speed you up, just to better change the speed. Um, Change directions and just being deceptive. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we learn everything straight ahead first. No, no concepts. Just straight ahead. Right. And then from there, we add like a ball screen. And then from there, we'll add, we'll come up the floor into a ball screen, maybe into a second defender. We just do, like, even on our offense there, you brought we just do ball screens. Right. And teach the kids just to play. Like, we don't, I don't have any plays that are six passes for this jump shot. No, we don't do that either. Mine's all, you it's know, terrible. Concept, yeah. Yeah. And that's a lot of screening. That's why all the kids, like, around Give here, want to play with us. Yeah. It's handoff ball screens. You have to go make a play. Yeah. Really you bad. have to hit a gap. Yeah. If he helps, kick it. If he doesn't help, you yeah. score it. Lift, and drift, doing all that. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. And that's the biggest thing for that. Right. What's your weaknesses? That you have weaknesses for me. I mean, that's why I went and hired some guys. But I'm not a great defender. Yeah. So I guess I'm never gonna teach you how to play defense. <laughs> I'm a good help defender. Yeah. Okay. On the ball, like, it's never my thing. Right. I was, you know, I'll take charges. I'll, I'll, I'll hit the gap. Like, I won't let you. I won't let you drive. Like. Right. But on the ball, I was never a great on the ball Stop defender. Her, so yeah. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend to people that I'm a good on the ball defender. Um, I don't do anything in the weight room. In college, I only got to lift two two years. I tore a shoulder and tore a hip. So like. 
I didn't never, never like super enjoyed being in there anyways. So I hired two guys that like doing it, and Tate teaches defense. Devin does waiver stuff when we need it, and like I don't do anything that I don't. I'm not 100% confident that I'm gonna help you. In. Yeah, right. So like, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that I know what I'm talking about on defense, right. full court. Like, I'll bring somebody in and do it. Like, mm-hmm. but I mean, most of the guys we work with are offensive guys. It's just, or if they want to become offensive guys, makes sense. Um, right. And I mean, you can, you can, no, any of them. Like Maurice, probably averaged nine more points a game this year. And that's what I can do. I, like, if you're averaging twelve, yeah, I'll make you average twenty. Yeah. If you're averaging twenty, twenty-eight. I can give you eight more points a game. So is that what makes you so successful in this game and what you're doing is the yeah. ability to get kids from an eight, you know, scoring eight points a game to, to up to 16 or 18, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the kid down there, uh, the seventh graders down there. Yeah. Okay, when I moved down here, he was the 13th man on his team. And his team hadn't won a game in two years. This past weekend in Dallas, we're playing at NYBL, which is an invite on the middle school, like top team in the country. Mm-hmm. Against the number five team in the country, he scored 31 points in the first That's half. That's nice. Oh. And based on him, like his, his dad pulled him out of school, homeschooled him, to train every day. Train every single day. Yeah. And he made 91 out of 100 threes the other day. In the seventh grade, that's ridiculous. Crazy. And because of him, I now have nine kids in homeschool. Wow. And it's not, it's not much like, not more or less the kids that are asking, but it's the parents seeing it like, wow, that worked. Like I didn't ask any of those parents to homeschool their kids. Yeah. yeah. So dad, I just got a call one day after he started really playing well. He went from not playing to being a starter to scoring 20. And I was just like, okay, wow. Like everyone asked, you know, they're not asking me, they're asking, what are you doing? And the dad told him that. And uh, from there, it was just, you know, this one family had a daughter and a son. They homeschooled and they've been going every day. Um, another kid that lives in Fort Lauderdale homeschooled. Um, Andrew Boynton, the kid that I trained at Anderson, mm-hmm. has a younger brother. After his success, his dad pulled his son out of school. They drive 50 minutes every morning to come train. Wow. And how long do these kids train with you every day, six to seven days a week? You know what? Is it two hours, three hours, one hour? I get, I get there at 8.30 and I leave 11.30, so it's up to them. Um, the dad might text me and say, hey, I just need an hour shooting today. But sometimes they drop off at 8.30 and they're there at 11.30. Mm-hmm. And like that, they yeah. get different rates than most all the other people. That's a homeschool. Like they're committed. They pay every day. And they're on. They're on like a membership. Yeah. Right. Like they pay. A, they pay a flat fee a Speed, month. And that's it. You get as much training as you want. Yeah. And so these kids, they, you know, you'd probably know. Like, you'd rather you get way better going every day for two weeks oh, rather yeah. than one time. One time a week for ten weeks. Well, because well, typically it's nice to do that. Because typically when I'm working out kids, it's you know I'll see you once, twice, maybe three times a week, and I expect you to the other three or four days to be working on some of the skills to yeah, master them so we can come back and <laughs> move on. You know, but if yeah. you're working with them every single day, then you could do something like he was mentioning and, yeah. and kind of break down one move today or one move tomorrow or another thing because then you can really master certain skills. But if a kid can pick it up in three hours like that one guy did, I mean, yeah, you can just get a lot of reps up. Guy down there, Avery Holmes got a lot of it down. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's the biggest thing. Like you expect a kid to go working on it, but is he going to do it? Probably not. Some don't. You know, they got yeah. video games, they got homework, they got, you know, I was busy, but like, the kids, those homeschool kids, they, yeah. they don't like, they're in there. Yeah. And they start falling in love with it because, like, when you start having success, it becomes, gets, becomes more fun. Yeah. Yeah, you're not in the gym getting beat by 30, and you're scoring 30. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. basically. Man or zone. You They're like, oh, dude, I'm about to kill you. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's great to have that confidence. I'm sure you don't struggle a lot with um, with mentality problems because if kids can score, then they're confident they walk in a little bit of swag. They're too confident. You should see some of the shots these kids taking again. Like, <laughs> I, like, I have so many people come up like, 
you let them shoot those shots? I'm like, listen, like, yeah. <laughs> we, like, they call us like, the Gold State Warriors of like a seventh grade. Like, we shoot bombs. Yeah. Like, I mean, we have the five, five foot point guard that comes down, just misdirection threes. Yeah, so this weekend, went misdirection between his legs, threw it behind his back and shot. What? Yeah. He's disgusting. Like, uh, the Indian League game time coach came up to me and goes, if he was 5'10", he'd be the number one player in the country. He's so good. We let, our, we let one to five dribbles. We're not like, hey, mm-hmm. you catch it, you have to give it up. We Our, our five men, are good. they go through the entire guard program, so they all dribble. Like, they push. They're allowed to shoot threes. We you, don't, let your, you let your guards post up, too? We don't post up. Actually, at all. At all. That's, that's a weakness right there. I mean, not a weakness, but I don't play the post. Okay. I mean, I know I, I know the moves, but I don't know what it's like down there. Right. I can show you, but I don't know, I don't know how physical it is down there. I'm, okay. I'm not banging against six, okay. ten, seven-foot guys. So you just play five out? Play four out. One in, okay. And we bring uh, the five out. We bring them out. We start okay. down, like, we, we try to run, like, just transition. If we can get it to them, run the floor, fine. But I guarantee you we shoot 50% more threes than we do. So. Wow. Wow. Yeah, but in Topper, it's funny that you mentioned that, because he broke it down for me. He said, look, you can shoot 33% from the three-point line or 50% mid-range twos or even layups or so, and you're scoring the same amount of points. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I try to force our, We have a six-foot-four and a six-foot-three seven-footer playing the post. Playing low, down low to start. Yeah. I, I listen, I'm yelling at them, put it back up, put it back up. They kick it back out. <laughs> just because they are they're confident in our kids make shots. But just, we have four kids that three of them shoot 75 plus out of 100, and then the one down there is 90. Yeah. That's cool. Are you living in your dream then? Or you still have dreams? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I wanted to do. Yeah, I mean, that's why I wake up, I'm like, I'm not sure. Like, is this going to keep going? Like, I feel like it's too good to be true a lot. Like, yeah. I really do. I wake up, I'm like, I don't know. And it's not slowing down right now. Right. I mean, I've had a couple offers from colleges to, to leave and be an assistant or be a player development guy. But that, ultimately, is that probably a smart decision for me? Right. Probably. Yeah. And it's just, I'm like in too deep with the kids right now. It's mm-hmm. to leave. Like, I can't look at the kids and be like, all right, bye. So right. I, if I leave, they're not going to keep going. Like, yeah. Right. No, right. Like, there's no other coaches playing like that. Like, mostly Florida's defense trapped in. Skill, skill level when I moved down here, a lot of teams are really bad. Yeah, and that's what's made my job easy. Like, I mean, just doing right, left, right, left, right, left jump shots, you're improving 90% of kids. Mm-hmm. Wow. Sure. No, it's bad. Footwork is, is horrendous. Yeah, right. yeah. That's what I, yeah, footwork's amazing. Like, that's 90% of what I do also. Right. We don't let you play one-on-one so you can do, like, half the stuff. Yeah. So, like, out of a concept, we always finish. Like, we have, we'll play one-on-one, but right. you have to start with that. Yeah. Like a skip dribble or, uh, you know, we'll play out of misdirections one day. Play out of the Damian Lillard. The Damian Lillard plays crazy. He's, like his moves are so good. Yeah, I love him. He's amazing. Yeah, so good. He's he's one of my favorites. You just got the faith in the basketball, man. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, just, is that you faith? Look like a golfer and probably should have been a golfer. <laughs> but you know what? Six foot two and I made it. I made it work. People always said I was I was too small to play, and I was like, no, nah, I'm just fine. Mm-hmm. I was never never had a problem with any team. I can score. Have you, ever, have you ever struggled to train someone who has a lot of skills already? Because it's difficult to teach them something. I've never trained one guy that didn't that didn't struggle. The only guy actually didn't struggle, but I showed him like three things. I thought I was going to give him a lot more. Mm-hmm. Alonzo Trier from Arizona. Yeah. One of the most skilled guys I've ever been around. It's crazy good. Like he's he's, yeah. he's incredible. Yeah. Can't guard. Him. No one can guard. Him. Really? He's got that much skill. Like, 
that he's got an option for every which way. Like the skip dribble is actually didn't have. Okay. Right. And that's like a generic. I mean, not generic, yeah. but like a lot of people do it, but don't know they do it. Yeah. Right. But once he became aware, he kept sending me videos of like skip, skip, skip. <laughs> so I see that you're wearing the Kobe's. What, what shoe did you love playing in when you played? Kobe's. Kobe's. Yeah. You still love playing in Kobe's? These. I wear these, and I wear the James Harden Nike. Uh, the run the ones. The like first the, ones, yeah. Like I remember 10 pairs of those still. Wow. They're brand new in the box in the house. I don't think I have any of them. But they're really comfortable for you? They're the best. I love them. Cool. What was your uh, favorite favorite basketball player growing up? Allen Iverson. Yeah. Guaranteed. I wore Allen Iverson everything. Still. I was literally like, in sixth grade, I think I was 4'11", with like 75 pounds. I wore a sleeve and an arm sleeve and something else, but I was still killing it. So I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. I mean, That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite go-to move? Um, has it right? Maybe. Has he pull or has he drive? Has he pull? I, I don't drive a lot. I do drive, but I make you think I'm driving. Right. Even if I do drive, I'm probably hitting the step back. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very deceptive. I just make you think I'm doing something, and just you look away and it's over. Right. And that's based. A lot of moves are based on deception and mm -hmm. eyes. Like eyes are make moves a million times better. Oh yeah. Use your eyes the right way and great score. Use your whole body. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm a big sneakerhead, so if you have um, a favorite Jordan, what would that be? Jordan 11s. Just bought three pairs the other day, actually. Wow. <laughs> oh, he said about three pair. Got the mic on that one. Bought, bought the gold, black, and the, and the red. Wow. The, all the low tops. Okay, all the lows? Yeah. Right on. Uh, one of my kids actually in the game when his shoes blew out, and I had a pair of Kobe, like black and whites that I always coach in. Yeah. And I gave him my shoes like, during the game. Like he wore the same size. Like he was my point guard. I was like, no, you're not. I'm not sitting down. So take shoes. And then I went home. And, like, I've been wanting the 11s. I had to pull the trigger on them ever in my life. Never right. owned a pair. But it's my favorite Jordan. Yeah. And it's my one bottle. So, you know what? I'm gonna go get them now. Nice. <laughs> so that was that. That's great. So he took his shoes home. He did. I just like yeah. I wore them for like a month. Anyways, I was over him. <laughs> <laughs> Well, cool. Hey, man. Well, great. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, how can people reach out to you? How can they get in contact with you? Um, Instagram. Just go to at Jason Pospicle. Um, I mean, J-A-S-O-N-P-O-S-P-I-C-H-A-L. Awesome. And that's really all we do. Yeah, so, I don't even check my emails. And you're based here out of South Florida? Yep. South Florida, like Boca Raton, down to uh, Miami. Okay. There you appreciate go. Hey, man. Day. Thank you very much. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Let's go shoot. Nice.